0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guest of today. This afternoon, I'm really excited to be chatting with Joanne Lee, who's one of the authors of this year's Young Readers Festival. Now, the festival runs between now until the 30th of April, and this is your chance to get to know the authors a little bit better. Welcome to the programme. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And we are live this afternoon uh, on Facebook Live as well. So do join us if you can this afternoon and you'll be able to put your questions or any comments you'd like to to speak to Joanne uh, this afternoon there as well. So um, tell us a little bit more about your book, about your work. It's your first book and it's called Please Be You. What is it about?
1: Um, yeah, it's called Please Be You. I got my book here. Oh, great. Um, yes, hold it up for, for our Facebook <laughs> viewers. Yeah. Um, it's a ABC book. It's an ABC book with a difference. So learning the alphabet, it's a universal childhood experience. And, you know, why not, instead of learning A for Apple, B for Boy, why not learn um, A for Awesome, B for Beautiful, C for Confidence? Um, and I just feel that it's um, it's really important for young children, even adults, to learn these important values and self-love and, you know, these concepts when they're at a young age. So, you know, they're better equipped when they come into the real world. And, you know, they don't really teach you these things in schools. And I think it's really important. That's such a wonderful idea. Um, and you're
0: absolutely right, Joanne, that we don't really learn these things when we were at school no. and perhaps our parents, did they sort of instill that in us? I don't know, we're both sort of Chinese. Um, yeah. And I suppose Asian parents, or maybe parents don't really compliment
1: their children as much. Was that your your experience? Oh, absolutely. Um, my mom was, she's westernized, but quite traditional in terms <laughs> yes. of you know being a parent um they don't really they don't really compliment you and if an auntie compliments you it's the worst thing you know because you know that's your chance your mom's chance to like put put you you down down. exactly and they're like no 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 no, she's not that good you know she's blah 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 you know um right and it's also i think at our age you know growing up we didn't have social media we didn't have google sometimes you know now that you can see some websites that talk about like Asian parents, and you can make a joke out of it, but at that time, you didn't know. Subtle
0: Asian traits on Facebook as a group, Asian never
1: dies or something, you know, then you make, (laughs) you know, then these things become really funny, but at the time, you know, you don't know. And when they're like, um, you know, for example, like my mom would say, like, you're not that beautiful, um, or, you know, don't worry about your looks, because you don't have that, you know, but, you know, work on your kindness, you know, so it's with good intention, but, That's like a proper put down, you know, and in school, you learn about algebra, you learn science, you learn all that. They don't teach you important things like taxation they don't teach you things like self-love, Budget. You know, self-love. yeah, self-love. Exactly. Yes. yeah. Um, why do you think that
0: is well I mean just going back on the on the Asian parent it could be actually maybe we, it's not just Asians it can be uh, Western parents why is it that is it because to teach uh, us to be humble and not to let us get big-headed or where do you think that thinking comes from
1: I genuinely think they want us to be humble and so they don't want to be like you're the best you know and like kind of boost your ego at such a young age, and want you to keep learning, keep yeah. knowing, you know, putting you at your place, yes. you know, so that, you know, you wouldn't think you're the best and you would try and strive to be your best and you keep learning. But I think it's the way they do it and it's not their fault. I think, you know, that was the only way they knew. Um, and yeah, you know, so I, I think these things, especially the. Even nowadays, do they even teach these things in schools? Um, so I think it's really important, you know, and the book, a lot of people think it's it's a children's book. But the more I talk about it, the more I realize it's actually a book for young adults, adults as well, you know, um, it's talking about, you know, being yourself, talking about reminding you that, you know, you can be beautiful your way. And quite often, um, you know, uh, the reason why I wrote the book is because, you know, w- with social media, you know, Instagram, for example, right, you know, you don't. Post photos of yourself having a, I don't know, like a, bad a, a day. pineapple bun, you know, in a cha-chan tang, right? Um, or Some people a, do. <laughs> unless if they're the really famous ones yeah. and you're like, yeah, you know, I was there. So you, you know, photogram. But people don't understand, right? You know, um, on Instagram, social, uh, you know, other social media, they, People put photos of themselves traveling. You know, um, to take fifty selfies of like the right angle, the right lighting, living their best life. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you don't put your worst photos of it. I don't. You know, yeah. and so, but in my generation, we didn't have these things. Like it was until later in life that we had like MSN or ICQs. So I'm giving away <laughs> yes. my age. Yeah. Um, I think
0: we're the same generation, <laughs> yes.
1: and I just feel like you know. Which one did you use first, ICQ or MSN? ICQ. Yes, me too. <laughs> and I just feel like you know we the only competition you had comparison you had were people like the two friends I had you know whereas nowadays you it's it's a digital world it opens a completely different world you know to everybody and you can't really switch off some people are like well just don't go online but the thing is that's just part of life right The digital world and um, not just children, like adults don't understand and they just look and, you know, they think I'm not good enough. Because I'm you not- make that comparison. You yeah, think, exactly. You think, why and are they natural. having such a great
0: life and my life is, you know, great, but sometimes average. You Absolutely.
1: Know. You know, and it's not that you mean to, but when you scroll through the people's photos and, you know, oh, I'm not, I'm not fit enough, um, you, know, uh, I'm not rich enough you know, I'm not rich enough, I'm not enough. And... You know, as I was reading, it's fun to be on social media, but there's also obviously the negative side. Mm. And, you know, when I was reading this guy, she was my daughter, Sky. She's now six, but she was about three at a time. And I was, you know, I remember like reading um, ABC book to her and I was thinking, you know, how can I as a mother equip her? for The real world when she grows up because she's going to be constantly comparing herself whether she means to or not to all these things online and they're not even real. Um, and then so I thought, I, you know, I call Facebook
0: fake book sometimes <laughs> because it's true, you know, people put this live their lives up and thinking, Wow, we only have 24 hours a day, yeah. Um, I don't know how they have time to, to look so good all the time, yeah. so fit in the gym and stuff. Well, yeah. kudos, I think it's a great thing to be fit
1: and healthy, yeah, but how can you look that good, yeah, and all the time. <laughs> time, Right, you know, so I like some of the the pages where they have like the real, um, the reality pose and like you know, um, uh, you know, and an Instagram post. It's all about like you know how you sit, you know how you stand and stuff. But again, you know, I, I just looking at her, thinking as a mom, how can I better equip her so that she doesn't grow up thinking she's not enough and she needs to you know wear more makeup, she needs to roll up her top, she needs you know all these things. And so I was looking through an abc book you know or any kind of book to promote these things and i couldn't find any in hong kong anyways so um i decided to make one (laughs) um and i used powerpoint to make it at a time i would put photos of her in a powerpoint and just like manually add text into (laughs) the powerpoint and i printed out and like stabled the book (laughs) and then um one day a friend of mine came to my house she's like what's this and i said oh it's a little book the abc book i made for my daughter and then she said um why don't you print it? And that was when I had the idea. And, you know, I spoke to a few people. They're like, you're crazy. Um, you've never written anything. Um, no, it's not happening. You know, you don't have to network. Like, out of love, you know. It wasn't like they didn't believe in me, but it was just a crazy idea. Yeah, let's print a book, you know. Um yeah, and then the rest is just history. The rest is history. Yeah.
0: Wow. I'm sure, I'm sure Sky is so proud of you because not only did your book benefit her, it's going to benefit so many other children and parents. It really sounds like it's a great book for many parents because I think it's about role modeling. If you have that self confidence in yourself, mm. you'll sort of raise your children in, in that way. You have a lot of support, Joe. Uh, um, Moy on Facebook. By the way, we are on Facebook this afternoon. Noreen May on RTHK Radio 3. Moy says, super proud of you joe and uh, kh says proud friend moment and mila says i love your voice joe and also uh ma um augustina says Harrison uh, harris and sky are watching oh
1: my gosh that's my auntie oh. yes that's my auntie at home looking after my kids and oh, that's yeah. lovely
0: so shout out uh, to you harris and and sky so That that Eureka moment was really because you couldn't find any books like Mm, that. And then the road of self-publishing.
1: What was that experience like for you? Um, It was colourful, I would say. Um, I've never printed anything, never published anything, um, never really wrote anything. Um, And it was, you know, there were... This beginning was quite bumpy. It was more of, um, I think the people that are close to you, they, they love you and they try to protect you. And they kind of know that I don't really take things seriously. So they're like, are you really going to get through and you know pull through with this whole thing? Um, and... Um, You know, even going to... I wrote to about 12 to 13 publishers. Yeah, I tried, you know, um, and there was no feedback. And uh, a friend of mine, Jenny, um, from UK, when I went to school there, we still keep in touch, and she self-published. And I reached out to her, and um, she really helped me with the idea. She was like, you know, do it yourself. You know, budget it, um, and just see the cost. And, you know, if it's something that you're passionate about, just print it yourself. And then, um, so I was thinking, okay, then I literally googled how to self-publish how to write a children's book how to bind a book you know so even getting um a book so you have to do like it's a mock-up beautiful. and just see the book like the the pages like and how a prototype you of yeah, it. yeah yeah oh. the first one i received it fell apart in five minutes or five seconds and i nearly cried and then i was told like oh you have to do like a, a even number so we can do like a threading so it's called like perfect um binding or something so you learn a lot from that and um and you know trying to find someone to sell the book like a, a bookstore people are like well you're self-published you know you it's going to be very difficult for bookstores to take your books and um but it, luckily i think I, I genuinely winged the whole thing i was just a lot of luck and i met a lot of great people to help me like um pirate who is the illustrator she's absolutely amazing Um, she brought the book to life and I met her actually through work and I contacted her through Instagram brilliant Um, yeah and then um, I told her about the project and I said it's a passion project Um, and she was like heavens obviously nothing has been done and she was like love the idea definitely do it I'm on board and the rest is history and she's my partner in crime. Um, I'm someone who panic quite easily and I plan and she's someone who's like don't worry about it we'll get this done so like you know, it was a good yin yang yes. between us and she's amazing and um, I had um, Kelly Emerson who's the editor um, of the book and you know she really believed in the book from the very very beginning um, absolutely fantastic lady and just along the way a lot of people helped me um, and you know my husband, Rupert, you know, he put up with a lot of nonsense because I have a full-time job, which, by the way, I didn't realise until I saw it on Facebook that I'm going to be, like, on Facebook. My face is going to be plastered all over Facebook <laughs> with the timestamps. So I got a lot of explaining <laughs> Um But, you know, I have to do, I have to work. You know, I'm a mother of two, and I, this is my passion. And so if I do, like, a market fair, for example, and try and sell my book, um, it's my auntie, and you know, who's holding the fort, um, Rupert, who's looking after the kids and just making sure everything else is it's okay, so I can pursue my dreams, you know. So the journey actually involved a lot of people. And, you know, my friend Daryl, who, um, you know, questions me a lot, like, but not challenging me, but he challenges my thought. And people are like, oh, let's do a website and, and Instagram, you know, let's up, update three posts a week, you know. And then he would challenge, like, why would you want to do that? And so to keep me grounded and really think things through and not just follow the crowd, my friends Sam and Aslan, like, you think it's just printing a book but it's not like you know Sam was trying to explain to me about profit margin and break even, something like that. And I Googled this, you know, but then, you know, when he was looking at my spreadsheet, he was like, what are you trying to do, Joe? And I was like, oh, that's break even. He's like, "Mm -mm, send me your spreadsheet and I'll do it for you. And, you know, um, my friend asked, and who's basically like, I have to audit your spreadsheet every two weeks. You know, he's like, what are you doing? I didn't know, like, you have to keep track of infantry. I didn't have to keep, you know, you have to keep track of um, uh, accounts payable. You know, he was like, you need to keep track of these things, you know. So it, it wasn't, an it was, colourful because I thought it was challenging but I didn't realise how lucky I was along the way and even here, sitting here with this opportunity was a friend, you know, Gabes who put me in touch with um, the person in Young Readers Festival and I just tried to reach out, you know Um, so the journey actually involves a lot of people, you know, that helped me along the way
0: I think you're also one of those people with an amazing personality that's infectious and people just gravitate towards that. And and you're right, you know, people look at the book and see the glamour side of that. But really, there's mm. so much hard work yeah. and so many people involved in that process. It's not just simply putting pen to paper yeah. and then boom, the book comes out. Um, you mentioned just now you have an editor. So how many drafts did it have to go through? And you mentioned just now that, you know, you hadn't written anything before. So what was mm. that process like, sort of
1: fine tuning the book? okay um, this is interesting because it's completely on trust um, with pirate and Kelly um, so th- so the illustration obviously is done by pirate and she is the creative person like imagine someone says yeah I want to do a book and I want to do uh, confidence and like, how do you illustrate confidence mm-hmm. um, so I said to her, this is your expertise I'll leave it in your hand. Take the idea and run with it. Yeah, and she really brought the book to life. Um, I genuinely can't think of another illustrator I would go for. And, you know, Kelly, we literally have like a a shared Excel or Google spreadsheet, whatever you call them. And I had like in one column, I would write my own thing. And then in the other column, and she would look at it, okay, this is what you want to write. I think we can do this, but it's up to you ultimately. So I was given a lot of freedom, a lot of space, respect you know of how i want to do it but i i look at it and then you know she was the content manager she also taught kids before i'm like you're the expert so if this is not you don't think this way can convey the proper message and the wording should be this and i'll go with it so there's a lot of trust in it you know and i just go to people um and i trust them when they tell me you know there are certain ways to do it i don't believe it's like a a, where you're you know criticizing or taking things away from you and that's you know?
0: how we grow as people just yeah. sort of taking in the constructive criticism and making things better yeah. well you definitely have fans here uh, joe this afternoon annie on the facebook page says we love your book um you brought the book along with us can you sort of maybe read five alphabets and the words that you associated with those alphabets for our listeners yeah on facebook sure. um Joanne Lee is live this afternoon, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3, and she's got her book, Please Be You, with us this afternoon.
1: Um, So the first one is um, awesome, A for awesome, be your best self. B for beautiful, you're beautiful in your own way. C is confidence, always believe in yourself. D is for determined, I love this one, keep trying even when things get hard. E for empathy, try to understand how other people feel, which is extremely important. Um, And I have to say, Pirate and I love this one, F for fearless. Um, Be brave even when you're afraid. Mm. So you can read, um, you know, people can... Parents or people who read it can just find words that resonate best with them. So C can be for curious, you know, um, uh, courageous, you know. A could be, um, you know, uh, uh, adaptability. I um, think you
0: need to write a part. to Please be you number two. That's my
1: next project, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and i just got the um the name of the second book from sky this morning because i was asking her um i have trouble naming the book and she was like what is it about and then i was telling her what the book was about and she was just having breakfast you know kids are just very simple and direct and she was like why didn't you call it this and i was just like and i look at Marybeth um my auntie and i we looked at each other like Yeah, I think we got a title for the book. It was just this morning.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) So the the next book will be something similar Mm. like this so that um, it will build on... I suppose, you know, we have positive affirmations but children don't really have that but now they do mm, yeah. this gives them a, a, a tool
1: yeah so the the second one i've quite quite a lot of people ask me about you know when he, when is your second book going to come out because it's not really like a story storyline you know um but then a lot of people thought because the illustration is based on sky so um i sent a whole load of like skies clothes to pirate and then so she incorporated it into like the illustration and so um that's why a lot of people thought it was a a girl's book, and I said. Why why can't boys be beautiful? Why can't boys be confident and and awesome? I don't understand. But then you know when when people said, well, because all the illustrations are based on a girl, and I thought, oh, that's true. And then um, my husband Rupert said, um, yeah, wait until you have to explain to Harris, my son, when he grows <laughs> up, where's my book, you know? And I was like, that is true. So but now I, was, I had- you have to make one. Yes, and so like it's <laughs> well, written well, and um, with, with it's so, uh, illustration pushed to pirate and like you know pirate as usual be like, don't worry about it, I'll get. It done you know?
0: <laughs> um well annie on the facebook page says i bought this book for my nieces and they can't put it down i love how empowering it is and the illustrations uh, drawn in the kiddies uh, that's amazing uh, we've got about uh, five minutes left um I-, I want our listeners to also get to know you a little bit better so apart from writing mm. joanne you sound like such a fun person what are your hobbies <laughs>
1: um it's interesting you ask that because I'm actually an introvert, <laughs> so I'm much better when I'm one-on-one with people. Yeah. I prefer just like you know spending time, hangouts on one-on-one with friends. Um, I, I'm not the kind of person you'd find in like a it's massive kind of comedy set. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You know, um, and you know, uh, 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 clubbing and stuff. You know. Huge parties, you would never find me there. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I like to spend time with um my family. Um, Rupert always planned things to do with the kids, you know. Um, and sometimes we need to go on date nights because we've been married for like 14 years. And sometimes wow. we want like personal times and um, our Auntie Maribeth to look after the kids so we can do that, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. But well, I like
1: to explore things like, you know, I my friends and I would go out to like different places, just even sometimes exploring Toon Moon. <laughs> Excellent. new
0: restaurants, yeah. I love that. I feel like I'm, you know, born and bred uh, in Hong Kong. But there's yeah. so many places where I haven't been to. And yes. when tourists ask me, when friends who come to visit Hong Kong, they're like, "Have you been to this place?" I'm like, "No, I have not." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like- growing up, you don't really go to so many places. Yeah, you before just-
1: COVID, really, for me, going to Calhoun, is like, do I need a visa? <laughs> I need to go to Kowloon. You know, why can't we do it on Hong Kong Island? You know, but now I'm really proud. Like, you know, I've been to Sha Tun, been to, been to okay. Kowloon
0: Tong, and we would absolutely love you back at RTHK anytime. <laughs> Joanne, you know, you have so, so much on, on Facebook. So uh, Stuart on the Facebook Live says, awesome. And Rachel says, this is fabulous. Congratulations on a beautiful book. Joanne seems so lovely. And Annie adds, I'm so happy to know Joanne uh, uh, through Instagram. She's so sweet and so talented. Well, I echo all that point, all those points. It's been a pleasure to meet you, Joanna. How can our listeners find out more about you and your work? Are you on social media?
1: Uh, I am actually. Uh, my website is www. dot Com. Our. Instagram is you book. Uh, sometimes you actually find me on um, uh, Mui Thomas' uh, uh, Instagram as well. She was actually one of the, the people who inspired this book as well or push it along. So.
0: <laughs> well, I think Mui gets the last word. She says, she's nuts too. Well, <laughs> many thanks uh, for all the wonderful comments. Thank you so much for all our listeners and viewers on Facebook this afternoon. Especially big thanks to Joanne Lee, who's one of the authors of this year's Hong Kong Young Readers Festival. Thank you so much for your time.